Hey moms, welcome to the Gather Moms podcast. My name is Kate. And I'm Rebecca. We've created this space just for you because we're both moms and we get you. Yes, we believe there truly ain't no hood like the motherhood and we need to be in this together. We also believe we can't mom well without Jesus. So you're going to hear us talk about him too. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Gather Moms and make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. All right, mamas, let's jump in. Hey moms, welcome back to the Gather Moms podcast. We are in episode 73 in our Mom Interrupted series, and today we are going to be talking about the thing that is coming for all of us, whether you <laughs> want it to come for you it's or not. not. Aliens. No, it is summer. <laughs> summer is right around the corner, and we are going to talk about it. But before we do, we just had Mother's Day, and so I wanted to circle back because we talked about all the Mother's Day things. We put out tips, and you know, we got feedback, and so we did Mother's Day, and I want to know how Mother's Day went for you. Now, wait, to preface it, let's back it up. Yes, we must back up. Because those of our listeners that are listening in order heard that Jenny was here last week because you were in Greece. Yes. It was amazing. It was amazing. We were gone for nine days. We got to do the missionary uh, journeys of Paul. Yeah. So we got to go to several of the churches like um, Corinth, Church of Corinthian, and uh, Ephesus, uh, the book of Ephesians. So, oh, and Philippi, the book of Philippians. Anyway, it was amazing. Amazing, amazing. But it was nonstop. Um, it was not really vacay, like we weren't, you know, rocking it out by the Grecian beach. Watching I know, the waves. girl. I saw y'all. <laughs> Every picture would be like you guys with some big tour and you have headphones in. And I'm like, I, this might be my nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of funny because I thought about you on the trip. I was like, I don't know if that's your best life. <laughs> no. No, I'd be like, peace out. Yeah. It's my best life. Like yeah. I was the kid that sat in the front row of the class. I love all day seminars, lectures, conferences, breakouts. Yeah. I, I love it. I love it. And I'm the worst at conferences. <laughs> I can make it through one speaker and then the girls know I'm just going to be like walking the building. I can maybe listen if I'm walking or something, but I can't. Yeah. I can only do conferences if I'm the teacher. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. I just thought about something with Greece. Did you ever feel like, like you know, because they're always like, "This is where blank happened." Did you ever feel like, "Oh yeah, shady they made this up"? Shady. How yes. do you know? Yeah. How do you know? Okay. Yes. Okay. No, completely. And okay, here's what one of the most fascinating things. So when you imagine an ancient site, you know that Jesus and Paul walked, I imagine it cream and white. Yeah. But it's not. Because they painted everything. Statues, columns, buildings, homes, everything was painted. Nothing was just left as stone. Really? That's what she told us. That's what our tour guide told us. So when you see it, you know, in museums or whatever, you think, oh, it's just this beautiful, creamy white. Because the paint has worn off? Because the paint has worn off. Whoa, what? And if you look at the mosaic floors, because we do have some of those left over from like BC, which is crazy. Yeah. It's colors. I mean, they're colored little tiles to make those mosaics. Those are the colors they used on the outside of the buildings. So when I get to heaven, I'm going to watch the movie of Ephesus because I want to see how the colors. all the colors. Yes. Not just all the like dirt brown. Exactly. Stone. Yes. Fascinating. Isn't that fascinating? Fascinating. Okay. So and I have to ask you one more question. Did your, did your um, bougie socks make any difference? <gasps> Kate bought me bougie socks before I left. I wore them the very first day because I was like, oh, I'm going big or go home. 
my feet felt amazing oh, day one. It. Okay. Day good. one. Now, let, I mean, maybe by day, I didn't wear them again because we walked a lot, so they were stinky socks. <laughs> Jenny gave me a laundry bag to take with me, oh. and it was the best thing because I could take all these smelly clothes and socks and put them in this laundry bag so they would not infiltrate my suitcase. Okay. Yeah. That yeah. was really sweet of you. Yeah, her. it was very sweet. Yes. Okay, so you went and did that, and then the Friday before Mother's Day is when you guys arrived back. We arrived back without our luggage. You got stuck in Germany. And like a 10-hour flight, isn't it? 11. 11 11-hour flight. With a mask. With a mask. That's rude. Yes. Because we flew on Lufthansa. And they're not American uh, airline companies, so they did not remove the mask mandate. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah, I did it. Did you really keep it on the whole time? Yes. um, I mean, I have some little tricks the trade. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> to get away with it. But I they did walk around. And if you watch a movie on the airplane, every, like, I don't know, 30 minutes, this little, like, disclaimer would pop up on your movie that says, please put your mask on. Oh, my So part gosh. of you is like, they're watching me. <laughs> they see me. That's over the top. But then I noticed it was going on Greg's, too. So I think it's just one of those, like, yeah. it cycles through every yeah. so often. So, <laughs> yes. But your little <laughs> roll follower heart, heart was like, oh, no, yes, you me. Yes, 100%. 100%. Okay, so y'all come home. Did you know that I drove by your house right as y'all were getting home? So I thought it was Jeremy. He saw you, too, and then I, and then I came by. Okay, because I thought he said he drove by, but then you had texted me. I was confused. But, yes, the moment we pulled in the driveway. I saw Greg, in it, and I said, oh, my gosh. And I said, when did y'all get home? And he said, literally two minutes ago. Yes. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Um, so we got home Friday. Mother's Day was Sunday. My mother-in-law came to watch the kids. So she went home Saturday and we'd actually bought her a gift for watching the kids and it didn't, was in the suitcase. So we didn't get to give it to her. So we love uh, you. Thanks for coming. See you later. Um, and then we had Mother's Day. Yes. And how did that go, Rebecca? Did you and implement any of the things that we talked about? Yes, listeners. Can you tell these are loaded questions? Because <laughs> she knows. Um, I might have had a little emotional breakdown <laughs> on Mother's Day. And maybe had a little tip <laughs> with the husband. And and said these words out loud to him. I just did a podcast on this. And now I'm doing everything I said I wouldn't. So, yes. I um, We just had some miscommunication. Yeah. Hey, yeah. thanks for being super authentic and transparent. <laughs> so for those of you moms out there that maybe didn't have the greatest day, I'm right there with you. I will have a do-over this week. I will take my little gift card to get a mani-pedi, and I will go off on my own and live my best life. Fantastic. It will be great. Fantastic. Yes. So my Mother's Day was good, but I think just because because of what we talked about, I just completely lowered my expectations. And I just honestly just kind of decided – this is not going to be about me. Really, I think it, something pivoted in my mind. That's awesome. Like, Why didn't it pivot in mine? Well, I don't know, girl. Maybe <laughs> next year. But also, I do really want you to give yourself some grace because I think coming off of that huge trip and having jet lag, I mean, that jacks with you. It does. Yes. Yes. So, and Thank you I for think, giving me grace. I think also, too, like you come home from a trip like that, there's also that kind of messed up thing where like you're so excited to see your kids, but then five minutes later you're like, okay, wait, I'm done with you again. Yes. You yes, know? Yes. So there's that roller coaster. There's just a lot. Well, mine are teenagers now, so they did, I mean, they hugged me, but then it was like, all right, we're back to our yeah, life. And you're yeah. like, wait a second. Yeah. Didn't you miss me? <laughs> Hold me. <laughs> Something like that. 
So my Mother's Day, we, we celebrated Saturday because Jeremy has church all weekend, um, which was fine, you know. And then um, Sunday, he, he left. He took the kids to his mom to celebrate after church. So it was good because I had a quiet house, but I had to clean the house because we had company coming. Yes. But that was fine because, you know, they helped they helped clean up stuff and everything before they left. I mean, the kids were great. But, like, Saturday morning, Jeremy brought me um, – they came in the room, and I had a card. He got me this jacket that I wanted from Lake Point, like the literal Lake Point bookstore. But I had asked him for it, like, weeks ago, but that was my mother's jacket. He gave jacket. you a Lake Point <laughs> jacket for, for Mother's Day? For those that are Day. listening, Lake Point is our church, yes. Oh so, gosh. I know, isn't that hilarious? <laughs> And the um, babe, you said you wanted it. I know. It was very practical. <laughs> and they gave me those those like daisies or whatever that have all been like dyed a different color. Oh. Like the absolute oh. you know, it tickled me so much. Did he blame it on the kids and say, This is what they picked no, out? No, I was so afraid to say anything because I didn't want to hurt his feelings or their feelings. Yes. So I just like kept it to myself. This is the first time I've said anything. But at, they sit above my sink in my kitchen and I t- just giggle to myself every time. Every I time see you look him. at him, yes. You know. Let's hope the kids picked him out. Listen, Abby picked out a giant helium balloon that's <laughs> bigger than the state of Texas. This <laughs> <laughs> Happy Mom's Day. My first thought was, how much did you pay for this giant right. balloon? You're like, throw it with the gift I don't card. Even, don't. I can't put it anywhere in the house because no. it's bigger than the couch. Have mercy. <laughs> Bless. So Saturday morning then, I used a gift card I would gotten from somebody else. Jeremy didn't give me this <laughs> gift card. I had, I had already gotten a massage gift card, so I went and got a massage. And I didn't know who my masseuse was going to be. And sure enough... This tall young man walks out and uh-uh, he says, uh-uh. Kate, I'm your masseuse. And I I'm was out. I'm like, oh. um, out. <laughs> I'm out. Like, I know when men get massages, it's usually a woman, but I don't know. I can't be doing that. It cannot be a man. I can't tell you how long it's been. I think it, I think I may have had that happen one other time in all my many years, but I go into this room and I'm like, okay, Kate, it's fine. This is his job. He's like a doctor. <laughs> But honestly, you know, I mean, he's rubbing my thighs and everything. (laughs) Visuals. Visuals. (laughs) And at one point he said, he said, so so we had met and everything. And he talked about, like, what do you want? And I was like, just, I just want to relax. Like, I don't want this to be a painful experience, you know. And he was like, okay, cool. Whatever. We were chatting it up. And he said, okay, I'm going to go out, you know, and you just get undressed and get under the sheets and stuff. And I'm already like, that makes me feel a little. Yeah. And then can you just write it on a piece of paper and slip it over? To yeah. Don't say it out loud. <laughs> don't tell me to take my clothes off. And then he comes back in the room and I'm laying there naked, you know, under these sheets. And he goes, Kate, I just want you to know, you just have a really good vibe. You've got great energy. And he said, don't, don't take that the wrong way. Like, don't go tell your husband or anything. I just wanted you to know, like, I think you're a cool person. And I was like, <laughs> strike two. Okay, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> How do you start a massage with a perfect stranger that's like, man, you have a great vibe. I almost thought you were going to say you have a great body. And then I would have been really like, I am out of here. Can you even imagine? Because like, but you're trapped because you're naked and you're just in there in this room with this person. And the, the, the knee becomes the thigh becomes the, where are we going next? There, I mean, there was a point when he was rubbing my thighs and I was like, oh, <laughs> Did you come home and tell Jeremy it was a dude? Yeah, he was cool with it. I mean, he's, he was cool with it. Yeah, he's super relaxed. And I mean, which I don't know why that. I mean, when Greg gets massage and it's a woman, I'm cool with it. Yeah, I mean, and I think I did tell him about the vibe comment, and he goes, "Wait a minute, circle back on that." 
So, but anyway, oh, it, was, it was good. You know, I took a nap and everything. But then, then that afternoon, I mean, then we had church and I taught at church that night. And I mean, it was just back to the normal. I talked to so many mamas that had to teach Sunday school. Yeah. For Mother's Day weekend. Bless yeah. their hearts. They're like, yep, working third grade. Yep, working fifth grade. Yep, working five-year-olds. Like, and bless one of our friends posted and it was like her son was playing baseball in the Mother's Day tournament. I talked to that mom. I know her <laughs> and she said she loved it. She said she loves watching baseball her favorite thing so it was her best life okay well the other mom i talked to because she posted and she said what mom wants to spend mother's day at the baseball fields you i know? would no pass hard pass nachos hot dogs rebecca yes i'm in oh my gosh okay <laughs> well anyway curious to hear from you guys how y'all's mother's day went if you implemented any of the things we talked about and rebecca we'll just try again next year <laughs> listen that's why i told y'all there's always next year. I'm going to prep you next year. Yes. I'm going to actually prep Greg. I'm going to go to Greg, and we're going to have a I would like Jesus. for all of y'all listening to prep Greg. <laughs> I'm totally okay with that. Just hit that man up in the grocery store and be like, okay, tell me your plans. Let me walk this through with you, okay? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so now we have an opportunity to get ahead of something else that's going to interrupt or, uh, interrupt our lives majorly. Actually, more majorly than Mother's Day, and that thing is summer. Oh, summer. See, listen, you did this about Mother's Day, dude. You said you were excited about Mother's Day. and then look. So I want you to calibrate your expectations in this moment. For calibrate. the summer. Calibrate. Okay. 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 All right. So I want you to think about summer because we do have moms. Like we have mom friends who like love summer. Love it. And we have mom friends that don't like it as much. And then you and I, I feel like we're in kind of like the mixed camp. For sure. For sure. Definitely mixed. I feel like I really like summer in like june but by august i'm like hate 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 no i don't like it in july but by august i'm like oh i'm sad it's ending okay yeah interesting okay all right so tell me what do you love about summer no alarm no alarm is a huge win i'm so ready for that thing to shut down yeah yes no alarm um no water bottles for school yes. i'm so tired of filling those water bottles yes and i feel like my kids don't know how to fill a water bottle too my 16-year-old, bless him, every morning. Mom, can you fill my water bottle? Okay, that's ridiculous. And I look at him, I go, why? Can you not fill your water bottle? He certainly can. And then he goes, will you fill Abby's water bottle? I'm like, <laughs> but she's nine, which she can fill her own water bottle too. Yeah, because my 6-year-old fills her own <laughs> water bottle. And they have water bottle stations at the school. <laughs> <laughs> they got you. They got you figured out. Okay, 16-year-old. Next year, I'm not doing the water bottle. Yeah. I'll set that expectation. Okay. So, yes, I hate filling water bottles. I love, you know, like you said about no alarms. I feel like, you know, I'm the nighttime Nazi, and Jeremy is the morning maniac. You know, because it's somebody, why? But one of us has to, like, be on these kids to get into bed in time and do all the things, and then the other one has to get them all up on time and get all the things to get out the door. And I love that those two people can, like, not be those people for a few months. Shout out to the moms out there that do both. Okay. A hundred percent, Rebecca. Good. Yes. Good on you. I do both. You do both? Yeah, I do both. <gasps> yeah. Uh, I was thinking about single Greg moms. goes off into I was thinking about single and widowed moms. La la land. And I'm like, <laughs> babe, they need to go to bed. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and then when he gets up in the morning, he's getting himself ready for work. And it's like, oh, we got kids? <laughs> I forgot. I don't know what's happening. Oh, my gosh. Okay. We're going to have to have a Greg intervention. <laughs> All right, what else do you like about summer? Uh, I do like swimming. I do too. I like being in the pool. And I like swimming when it's super hot. I do yeah. not want to swim when it's cool. I have a friend that knows this. I need that water to be warm. 
not too warm, but I don't like cold, super cold swimming water. So I need it to be 115 outside and me in the pool. Oh, okay. Yes. yes. Do you like summer vacation? Yes, I love summer vacation. Okay. Like going somewhere? Yeah. Like packing the fam up? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, let's go. What kind of things come to your mind when you think about summer? Like what images, what words come to your mind? Like watermelon. Hot. Popsicles. Ice cream. I don't think of any of those things. Sunscreen. Swimsuits. <laughs> beach. Texas heat. <laughs> Park under a tree so your car's in the shade. Uh, lots of food in the fridge because now they have to eat at my house oh all day. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even think about that. I forgot about that. Um, naps. Naps. <laughs> that afternoon nap becomes real clutch when you are trying to... Oh, picking fruit. Don't you pick fruit in the summer? Yes. Okay, I'm excited about that. Well, okay, but also calibrate, friend, because we've both done this. We have these great expectations. We go to the blueberry farm. Which? Is it blueberry season? I think it is. Well, it will... That, that blueberry is it farm. coming up? And then we go okay. to the blackberry farm where the peaches and everything. Yes, yes. And I just... I always get it in my mind that it's going to be this dreamy situation, and then we get out there, and it's hot. Bugs. Wine. There are bugs. Yes. The kids either, they usually pick way too much fruit. Where and I'm then you're like, like I got to pay for all this. Yeah, it's $55 worth of I don't know how to make this much blackberry jam. What's <laughs> happening? I don't even make jam. No. What am I going to do? <laughs> okay. So tell me what you dislike or even maybe dread about summer. No routine. So I love no routine. Okay. And I hate no routine. Right. Because I know what no routine does to people. Yeah. It makes yeah. them turn into crazy people. Yeah. Because then when you ask them to do anything remotely like a routine, they freak out. Yeah. You want me to do what? Yeah. What? It's summer. <laughs> like, guess what? Life goes on. So I get, I don't know, because you get so excited, like the first couple weeks of summer, where you're like, we don't have to do anything. Uh-huh. Then you're like, okay, people, we gots to be doing something. Right. Because y'all are lazy. So. Yeah, because they kind of become little screen monsters, and then they stop. It's like they just stop doing anything good. Yes. Yes. And they can get in very cranky moods when they are like that. Which the, I mean, I get in cranky moods when it's so dang hot outside, so yeah. I get it. But um, I hate putting on sunscreen all the time, too. I'm like, why can't we have skin that doesn't sunburn? I agree, and it's always the toss-up of, like, am I getting cancer from the sunscreen or from the sun? I never think I'm getting cancer from sunscreen. <laughs> I believe the very best in sunscreen. I think it is amazing. I um, I really do dread the heat. Like, in Texas, there will get to be that time where you, to go to the grocery store or to, like, walk into a store, you're walking across the asphalt, and you can feel the heat, like, singeing the skin on your legs. Yes. Because it's so hot. And you decide it's not worth showering because you're just going to sweat again. Yeah, and then I just feel like I'm just mad at everybody. You know how there's, like, hungry and angry? I need, like, a hungry, like a hot angry. Huh. <laughs> hungry? <laughs> okay. You could be hangry, and you could be hungry. <laughs> Here goes Kate making up new words again. Don't worry. We'll put them in the show notes. It really is the heat. And I think the other thing I dread is just I have some mom guilt just about not being fun mom all the time, you know, because yes. I do still have to work. And I don't know. I just feel like I've gotten so much better at that. But I think 
it was just the dreaded like feeling like I needed to be the fun cruise director and have activities planned for every day and stuff like that. So, I mean, I've let a lot of that go, but for a while that was really what I dreaded about summer. Well, and part of me has that um, magical moment where you're like, we're going to have a theme every week. Yeah. We're going to learn about new things Uh and do crafts and it's going to be amazing. (laughs) That's only going to last three days. Yeah. Well, (laughs) those might be a glorious three days. And then then I'm out. Yeah. Okay, so for our listeners, I asked Rebecca before we recorded this episode for her to think of her favorite things she did as a kid. Rebecca has, maybe you had brain trauma. Maybe. Because she remembers nothing about her past life. I mean, if y'all have been here a minute, you know. <laughs> I try to ask her questions about childhood. She's like, I don't have a clue. I have so one. I just she, don't know what happened. I told her she had to reach out to Mama Judy. Yes. So tell me, what were your favorite things to do in the summer as a kid? Okay, so Mama Judy reminded me that we had an above-ground pool in our backyard. Uh-huh. Which now that she said it, I'm like, oh, yeah, we did. <laughs> so I swam in the above-ground pool. Um, I did have friends in the neighborhood, so I do remember playing with my friends. But that's it. I yeah. remember nothing else. Bless your heart. Maybe okay. I watch TV. I don't know. See, I think I watched a lot of TV. I know we had a neighborhood pool, and, like, we would just walk to it. Like we did not have a neighborhood pool. Okay. No, we did not. Okay. We would just walk to the pool and spend the day there. Um, I remember just playing with the neighborhood friends, you know, or we would go, like, maybe to the beach or something and have a little vacation. Did y'all not go on summer vacations? We did. We used to go to, like, this little town in Texas. <laughs> For those of you listening that know what this is, Salado. Yeah, I love Salado. <laughs> That's Y'all. precious. Who goes to Salado on a family vacation? Well, I don't know. I think Stagecoach in, y'all. Yeah, Stagecoach stage in. Shut <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah, and then church camp. Did you go to church camp every summer? Okay. I vividly remember church camp memories. Really? They're not good. Really? Why not? My first year I went to church camp was uh, maybe the summer before my freshman year of high school. Uh-huh. I came home. Why? Yeah, I called my mom. Why? Come get me. What it was awful. What was so bad? We went to this giant church camp, and our church only took seven kids. Oh, you just felt overwhelmed. And I went with one friend, and she found new friends. And oh. then I had no friends. Oh, Becca. And I cried to my youth pastor. And you went home? Called my mom on the payphone. I said, come on, get me. Yes, I on did. the payphone. Yeah, and you know what's so funny? I think maybe we went to Slato after that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what we did. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I remember calling my parents from the payphone at church camp. Yes. Yeah. And so funny, you ended up being a girls minister and taking kids to camp. Listen, let me just give you all a little secret. <laughs> church camp is not my favorite. It, yeah. I love what it does. Yeah. But I like being home. So. Yeah. No, and you had to do that for years. I'm doing it again this year. Back at it. <laughs> you are? I'm going to church camp. Oh, I didn't know that. Girl, we just yeah. talked about that today. And yes. You didn't tell me. I'm going. Okay. I'm in. Yes. Yeah, but you're going to Glorietta, New Mexico. It's going to be wonderful. Way better than Texas heat. Yeah, huge upgrade. Yes. Yeah, you're yes. going to love it. I love Glorietta. Okay, so um, thinking about all those summer things, I wanted you to take a guess. This is going to be totally random. You just have to take a guess. <laughs> When do you think summer break started and why? Like, where did this whole concept of summer vacation come from? And why did they start this? Did it start with Paul in Ephesus, in Greece? (laughs) We did not talk about that on the tours. Or did it start I think it started because of farmers. 
Okay. I think that they had crops or harvest or something. Like, I'm thinking back to Little House on the Prairie. Didn't they have to, like, go home and, like, okay. shuck wheat, corn, so cows? So, for sure. That's exactly what I thought, too. That's what I thought. So then I did all of this research, and turns out that most people do think that, but that's not really why they started summer vacation. So you ready for some research bombs in your I'm ear? ready. I'm okay. ready. All right. So spring and fall are actually the busy times on a farm. If you can imagine, it's like okay. the planting and the harvest, right? Summer and winter were actually the best times for farm kids to be able to go to school because <gasps> oh. they weren't working the farms. Yes. So it's actually opposite of what we thought, right? Um, in the 1800s, school was year round. In 1842, schools were open 248 days in like New York City. <laughs> do you know? Do you know how many days our kids go to school? A hundred. One hundred eighty. Okay. So it's like 180 to 248. Like, that's a big difference. Bless those teachers. Yes. Was it all day or was it like just till noon? I don't or something? know, homie. Okay. But so, like, this was especially like New York City because we have information from there. All right. But summers there are like super hot in the city. And these school buildings have no air conditioner because this is the 1800s. <gasps> so that's why they got out for the summer? Okay. So families that could afford it would get out of the city and go to the beach or the countryside, the Hamptons, wherever they're going. And they would just take their kids out. So they would leave these classrooms partially empty. So then the teacher's like, I am not doing this with half the kids. Because <laughs> the half that are left are probably the ones that do not care about school. No, and they can't show a movie. Like, what do you do? <laughs> so in the late 1800s, school administrators created one school calendar with a summer vacation. And so that was all well and good, but that left all these parents wondering, what do we do with these kids? And so in the late 1880s, summer camps were born. Um, and so some kids that were wealthy could go to camp. Okay. But here's something else interesting. That I thought it was really funny was a lot of kids before summer camp started, well, they were working in factories because child labor wasn't outlawed until 1938. So when you got out of school, you went to work. Yeah. I mean, it says even in my research says even as young as six years old, they were going to work in these factories. Like, can we go back to that? Like, why can't these kids? Oh, she said, Caroline, guess what you're getting to do for June, July, and August? You're going to work in the factory. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so these summer camps start, right? But, like, there's a lot of families that can't afford to go. So it starts out, and it's just wealthy families with boys that are able to go. But then over time, more and more, and they started creating more and more camps. So this summer, more than 11 million American children will attend camp. Wow. Isn't that fascinating? That's a lot. Yes. Yeah. So, and all these camps, like in the very beginning, were all about like good family values and stuff. Supposedly, there was something that happened when summer was implemented that it started this like moral decline of the American fabric because you have all of these kids who like don't have anything to do, right? So they're getting into trouble. <laughs> so they put these boys in these camps and they would like teach them how to be a man. So how to hunt, how to fish, how to put a tent together, you know, kind of Boy Scout type stuff. It like the vision in my mind is um, Parent Trap. Yeah, Haley Mills, and she's exactly. like at that camp, and yeah. they, the boys' camp comes over to the girls' camp, and they have a dance. Exactly, and they're all dressed cute. Yeah, no, I know that's how I think of it too. So you know, with all that in mind, I just think it's interesting for us to think about. You know, there have been moms that have been trying to figure out this summer thing for like 120 years at this point, and they had the option of the factory, and we don't. <laughs> 
And summer camp only lasts, you know, a week, even if you're I think it used to last longer than that. Did you read anything about that? So I think it did, too. Like, I think they would send their kids away for the summer to camp. Yes, I think so, too. Which sounds awesome. Like, (laughs) (laughs) how can we do that deal, you know? But most of us don't have that option. But I think there are still, like, wealthy people who do something like that. Where they send their kids away for the summer or something. Yes, yes. So... So here we are with these kids in the summer, and whether you are a stay-at-home mom or you work from home or you work outside the home, like we all are here having to go, okay, how are we going to do this thing? Because it's a challenge for all of us. For stay-at-home moms, now you're with these kids all the time. And if you're in somewhere like Texas or Arizona or Florida, I mean, it's hot. Yes. Florida's got Disney World and a beach. Texas? Okay. uh, It's too far to go to the beach. What we got? So I thought it would be cool for us to think about, you know, as we're getting ready to do this summer thing, like, let's do this well. And I want you to listen back to this episode, Rebecca, after we record this, <laughs> maybe multiple times, so that you, you get these tips really down in your heart and soul, okay? Okay, okay. But so I wanted to share some tips for, for how we can go into summer and enjoy it with realistic expectations and, like, do this thing well, all right? Ready. So the first thing I think I would want to share with us is to think about what works for you. So what kind of mom are you? Like, do you love being in the pool all day? Do you like doing crafts? Does your family like to go and do? Or are y'all more of a stay in and let's watch movies people? Okay. Whatever works for you, do that. Don't be sucked into social media summer stranglehold where you're looking at, okay, this mom is going to the zoo every day or they're going to... Crayola factory, you know, she's taking her kids on 5,000 outings. Why am I not doing that? Well, that's probably because that's how she survives. Truth. She cannot be at the house with her kids. And so she likes being out and doing these things. Yeah. So that's what she's going to go do, you know? So don't compare yourself. You don't need to be Zoom mom if you're not Zoom mom, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Don't be pool mom if you're not pool mom. Like lean into what works for you. This is not the time for you to be trying to be like somebody else. Because if you force it, you're going to make yourself and your family miserable. I agree with that. Yes, I have learned that lesson. Okay. All right. The thing, the second thing is to think about what your kids need. You know, because we're going to give some tips of like, hey, this has worked for us in the past or whatever. We allowed this amount of screens or not this amount. Okay. So you have to put all that through the filter of what your kids need. Like how much screen time is okay for your kids Don't even listen to the, who cares what the pediatric people say? (laughs) Like, literally, like. Don't Google it. (laughs) Moms, don't. Yeah, their bar is way too low, okay? (laughs) You need to think about, like, okay, screen time. Like, they can have, like, what, a couple hours of video games, two hours of movie. Like, be realistic here, guys. Yes, 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 yes. And, you know, what maybe are some new things that they need to learn? Do, do they, you know, are they going to start taking Spanish next year? So it would be a good time for them to try out Duolingo. That's a great idea. Or they are going into kindergarten, so they need to learn how to tie their shoes. No. Or, no, no pass on that. Okay. Pass. Um, <laughs> they want to try a new sport. So this summer we're going to work on passing or, you know what I mean? Like, yes. 
Is there something, think about your kid, what do they need? Do they need to learn? And then how much interaction do your kids need with other people? Yes. Because they may even be different than you, right? Oh, that's so true. Yes. Do they need more friend time? Do they need more alone time? Do they need, yes, structured play or free play? Yes. My youngest is probably the most like my husband and could be with people all day long, playing all the fun things. When one friend leaves, she's like, okay, well, who's coming over next? You know, I'm like, my man, we just... (laughs) wrapped up a play date, you know, (laughs) like you're good for the day. Yes. But she could be playing with people all the time. But then, you know, my other two kids are different. Yes. And so just kind of thinking through those things, you know, what are the expectations from each kid on and what do they need? Agreed. I love that. Okay. So that would be the first two things I would say is stop looking outside of your home and just look in your home. What works for you and what do your children need? Based on those two things, I thought it would be cool for each of us to kind of share what has worked for each of us over time. Well, Rebecca's tried a myriad of things. <laughs> I was about to say, do you remember me talking about something that worked? <laughs> One year you did, and I think you might have even executed it for three weeks to a month where you had like theme days. I did, and I, I, I did try really hard that summer. Yes. Water Wednesday, move it Monday. No tech Tuesday. No tech Tuesday. Yeah. No, you're right. I think I, I think I did pretty good that summer. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, like we have a mom that, um, she has five kids and I was like, how do you monitor all of their screen time? And she said, Kate, I don't like, there's no way I can keep up with it. So what we do is we have one day a week where they just are not allowed to be on screens. Yes. And so that way I can know, like if we do it law of averages, like they're doing okay. No. And honestly, like, I think for me, when you structure it too much, like, okay, every day we're going to do this from 9 to 11 and this from 12 to 2 and this from 3 to 5, that, I can't do that. So, like, taking a day and just being like, okay, for this day we're going to do this, to me it seems more doable. So, no tech, listen, the rest of the week you can have as much tech as you want. But for one day, we can do without. Yeah, yes, exactly. I agree. When my kids were really little, I did this, and then I've kind of implemented this a little bit as they, they've gotten older. And I'm, to be fully transparent... I've gotten to the point now where, like, the first week of summer, I just let the wheels come off. Like, they get to do whatever they want. And when we have, like, VBS week or camp week, I'm not implementing these things, okay? But for the other times, what has helped our family not become screen monsters and be somewhat intentional with this time that we have in the summer is I typically have, like, a little checklist for them in the morning. So these are the, like, five things they need to do before they can get on screens. And then basically I'm like, y'all can get on screens, okay? But it's typically, and I may need to reevaluate this now that I have a teenager, but, um, you know, it's typically like get dressed, brush your teeth, eat breakfast, make your bed, create something, learn something, read something, get outside. That was more than five. Well, because the, all the all the all the get dressed is one. Anybody else counting yeah. out there? I was like, oh god, if I just have to get dressed, brush my teeth, and make my bed before I can have screens. Yeah, <laughs> all the get dressed part goes falls under what? That was actually one deal. And then learn something, create something, get outside. You know, yes. Um, so that there's just kind of this these some healthy things that they can get done before they kick off the day, you know? And then it's like, get on screens as much as you want. I don't really care. So we did this teens and technology seminar a few months back at our church, and one of my teen moms shared this that I thought was really good for her two boys. She tells them they have to do something for the family. So unload the dishwasher, take out the trash, clean a room, something like that. Um, Do something for God. Mm -hmm. So whatever you want to do, read a verse, 
do some praise and worship, read your Bible, but you're intentionally being spiritual. Yeah. And then do something for yourself. And that's not like screens or something, but um, go work out. Okay. Or do something that's going to do something for your mind or your body. Okay. And then you're on a free-for-all for the rest of the day. Cool. And I thought that for a teenager is really good. That's Because good it doesn't feel overwhelming. Yeah. It feels like things that are actually apl- applicable to them. Yeah. But it's also helpful for the family. Yeah. You know, they're participating with you and doing some things. Right. Yeah. And, you know, that's another one that I've had off and on is like to have a Devo or something in the morning. And I typically, what I have done for the kids, especially when they were little, is I would have baskets of, like, these summer things, and I would have those out on the table, especially, like, preschoolers, young elementary. So I would have, like, a basket of, like, art supplies and stuff like that, and then I'd have a basket of, like, learning things where they could pick something from there just to make it as simple as possible. Can we just give a shout-out to the Costco workbooks? Costco workbooks. That everybody, like, starts texting each other about like let's go work books and you buy this giant 400 page workbook and you're like oh my god Uh you might be the best mom ever we're doing a work no has has anybody ever finished the cost ever finished no never finished what in the world to whoever has ever finished it like we end up passing it down to the next mom and we're like look the first 10 pages are all that's done so (laughs) you've got a whole book for your kid to enjoy because ain't nobody got time for that for sure i'm with you on that but we all compulsively buy them because it's like you just feel better about yourself yeah i bought the costco workbook yeah Sometimes we'll, like, pick a book that we're going to read together that summer, um, you know, and we really do. I really do like setting goals with them and thinking about, okay, what do you want to learn this summer? What do you want to work on? So I think all those things are good, and I would just say hold them loosely, you know. Yes, kind of make these plans. Yes, you know, maybe set a little structure and things like that, but just hold it all very loosely because that's the opportunity of summer is just to just to go a little slower, to not be on such a breakneck pace. Agreed. And the next thing I want to say that I think that you are going to love because this is your wheelhouse, um, my next tip is just to have fun. <laughs> <laughs> to as much as you can, just have fun. And your advice You're always... You're so sweet to think that I'm such a fun mom. I, I don't know if I am, but well, I love you. Well, you took your son that. to the movies last night in the middle of the school week when it's like the Texas Star testing is going on. Like, I think that's it's $5 Tuesday. It's like, this is cheap, man. Let's I go to the know, movies. I know, but I'm so practical. <laughs> I'm like, oh, we can't fit that out, you know. <laughs> so I think, you know, one of my favorite things I've ever heard you say, and I've implemented this so many times, is if you feel like doing it, do it. Yes. Don't wait for Thursday for the ice cream date. Go on Monday. That's right. If you feel like having all the neighborhood kids over for popsicles, man, go down to the dollar store and get the popsicles and just do the thing. That's right. You know? Yes. If you feel like, like... You get the bug to, like, do family water balloon Olympics, you know. Don't put that off for two weeks and make it. Just do it. Just do do it it right now. Yes. You know. Yes. If y'all want to go to the park, go. If you want to go to the water park, go. Just, like, if you are in the mood, lean into it. So if you're in the mood for five days, the first week of summer, go hard all five days. Yes. And then the next week, take it off. Right. Be like, we out. Yeah. I did it. Check. Yes. Done. Yes, exactly. And I think something that helps with that, too, is just like a a summer checklist or a summer bucket list. I think that's something we do. Okay, those stress me out. It does? These these lovely people that have these beautiful posters with like all yeah. our summer dreams yeah. and no stress. Why is it stressful? <laughs> because I'm the type of kid that if I don't check all the boxes, mm. then I feel like I failed. Okay. So I need a poster with three things. Okay. Because I feel really confident that I can get all three done by the end of summer. See, I like that. But you people with 50, I don't even know how you're doing it. I don't even know. 
Well, we just brainstorm at dinner, like when we launch summer, we're like, okay, what are the fun things we want to try and do this summer? So it's not like we have to do them all. But honestly, Rebecca, we're putting on there like, go to the pool, go visit Mimi, go to the beach. You know what I mean? It's not anything. But I don't even want to ask my kids because then I might disappoint them. (laughs) Okay, good. So, but see, look, you're taking tip number one. Like, who are you as a mom? That's good. Way to go. Okay. And the last tip I have is to embrace the season that you're in, okay? And this is applicable in multiple ways. One is that, you know, all these things we're talking about here for Rebecca and I, different things have worked for us in different seasons. Depending on what your work looks like, you know, if you have a spouse or not, and if he's in town, out of town, um, if you work, just whatever is going on in your life, if you have babies or teenagers or college kids, you're going to be in a different season. So make sure that you are embracing the season that you're in because you will be miserable if you try and fight the season. It's like, you know, it's the winter and it's 20 degrees outside and you walk outside in a bathing suit and flip-flops, right? Because you're like, well, I want it to be hot in summer. I want it to be pool weather. (laughs) Well, that's ridiculous. Yes. You're going to be miserable because you have on a bathing suit and it's 20 degrees. Like everybody else is going to go, dude, you cannot do that, you know? No, if it's 20 degrees outside, you go out there with a coat and gloves and mittens because you have got to just go ahead and go with the season that you're in. So mamas that have babies at home and toddlers, listen. Nap when they nap. Yeah, and you're not going to be able to Don't change out of your pajamas. They're just going to spit up on you anyway. Right. You're not going to Six Flags, okay? Oh, my gosh, that sounds awful. Right, and you may, maybe you go to the zoo one time, and, like, that's good, and you're done. Yes, You know. yes. Um, and, but you can't spend all day at the zoo. Just like realistic things about what your life can actually look like. This will be our first summer with a working teenager. Okay. So I already know our summers are going to look different because he's going to work a lot. Yeah. So I'm not going to see him very much. So I need to think creatively about how I can make whatever few moments I have with him count because they're not going to be that many. Yeah. So I totally agree with that. Every season is different. I also think every season is different, not just the age of your kids, but the stage of life you're in. Mm -hmm. I mean, moms, maybe you had a really hard year. Like maybe something traumatic happened in your family's life or your life, or maybe you're going through something traumatic yourself. Give yourself so much grace and be like, guess what? We're all going to be just fine, even if we don't do da-da-da-da-da, whatever it might be. You're allowed to have those times where you go, this is what's best for me right now. And I tell people all the time, our kids are so resilient. They really, I mean, take it from me. I don't remember anything from my childhood. Well, that's what I was about to say is like, (laughs) I think I put all these expectations on myself of like, you know, us doing all these things. But I look back on my childhood and it's like, you know, I don't remember all that stuff. I remember walking to the pool. I remember a few special vacations and stuff, but... You know, we are not failing our kids if we don't have something fun planned every day. This is like, that's a relatively new invention of modern society. All this pressure to do all these things all the time. For sure. There be there may be a time when you're in a season when you can take your teens up and like hang out and kick it at the pool all day. You may be there someday. But if you're not there today, like don't try and force that. No. I would say I just read um, Ecclesiastes 3 recently and it fits so much with this so I wanted to share it with y'all so in the ESV it starts out this is a famous passage um, and it starts out in in the ESV version it says for everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven and in the message it says this and I'm going to kind of just skip over some of these because 
you know, it's going to say a time to blank and a time to blank, right? There's a lot of that. So I'm not going to read every one of them. But in the message, it says, there's an opportune time to do things, a right time for everything on the earth, a right time for birth and another for death, a right time to plant, another to reap, a right time to cry and another to laugh, a right time to make love and another to abstain, a right time to rip out and another to mend, um, a right time to shut up and another to speak up. And I just thought about the rhythm of that, that there's just a time for each thing. And so I would just challenge us all to think about, okay, what season are we in and what is it a right time for us right now? Is it a right time for us to, to add in something? Is there something that we need to add in? Do we need to add in more reading? Do we need to add in more family game time? Do we need to add in? Is there something to add in? Or is it time for something to be plucked out? Is there a time that something needs to be removed, right? We're having too much outside friend time and not enough family time. Or there's too much social media or TV, or we're buying too many things, or we're going on too many vacations. What is it? Is it is it a time to sew in or is it a time to pluck out? You know? I think that's so good. And I think it's something that you have to get alone with the Lord and ask him about. Yeah. Don't go to social media. Don't Google it. Don't because all that stuff is just gonna feed that need for you to feel like you're doing what everybody else is doing. Yeah. So just take some time and ask the Lord, what is, what's best for my family this summer? What's best for me? What can I as a mom realistically do? Um, Maybe it's routine. Maybe it's not routine, but whatever it is, it's something that the Lord has prompted your heart to do for your family. That's right. Cause you are not answering to every other mom on social media. That's not who you're answering to. You are answering to your father in heaven who has, given you this assignment to be this mama to these children. And what a glorious assignment to have these gifts that we get to love and steward. And he is going to supply every one of our needs. And so we want to look to him and say, hey, God, you see the whole scope of our lives and you see this whole season. What do you want out of this season? And so that would be my challenge for you right now is that even as we wrap this episode, and I know we went a little long here, but as we wrap up this episode, that you would even just stop If you're in your car or you're on a walk or maybe by the very grace of God, you're like sitting somewhere (laughs) that you would stop and just, just, just inhale and exhale a breath to God of God, what do you want for my family right now? Would you just make that so clear? Would you help us to use this season intentionally for your glory, not answering to anyone else, only to you, God, what do you have? Amen. I love that. All right, moms, we love you so much. We hope you have the most wonderful summer. We are going to take a small little break um, on this season of the podcast. We are wrapping up Interrupted, and we have something really fun planned for later this summer. Actually, a couple of fun things. So uh, just be paying attention to social, and we will get back with you on all those fun things really soon. Good luck. You can do it. I believe in you. May the odds be ever in your favors, Mama. That's right. All right. Love you. Bye. Bye -bye. Gathermoms.com now has a shop, and we would love for you to go check it out and get the cutest Mama swag for you and your mom friends.